Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Daily. Super was set up to be your ticket to a comfortable retirement. But over the years, the richest Australians have done a lot better out of it than everyone else. Today, ABC 730's chief political correspondent, Laura Tingle, on the government's surprise move to target the wealthy with a tax hike. The government's targeting people with more than $3 million in their super. I mean, who has that much in their super anyway? It seems like a lot. Well, well it does sound like a lot, Sam. How do you how do you go about doing this? Um, yes, exactly. Look, they're suggesting there are a substantial enough number to do it to make this worthwhile um, mm. just because it does become a question of equity. I mean, there's nothing progressive, as they say, in the tax world about uh, superannuation tax concessions. It's one of those things where the more money you've got, the bigger the relative value of the concession is. Um, mm. And the Prime Minister's saying, look, there's, I think, 80,000 people who are affected by it. 99.5% of people with superannuation are unaffected by this reform. So it's not a huge number, but the sorts of concessions that they have are mm. substantial. So the government thinks they're not paying enough tax on that super? Well, I think the government is arguing that it's not a question that they're not paying enough tax, but mm. that the purpose of giving people tax concessions to reward them for saving for retirement is that you are actually creating enough money to comfortably retire. But they would say, do you need more than $3 million to retire on. I mean, that's, say you, you know, own your own ha home and all those sorts of things so that you've basically just got $3 million to live off each year and don't have any sort of anything other than the usual utilities and shopping sort of out, outlays. That's, you know, that's sort of $300,000 a year, uh, you know, or even when, when things are really bad, $150,000 a year of income mm. that, you, uh, that you have to live off. And if, if you're talking about people with $100 million balances, which frankly I think are probably a little bit rarer, mm. that's, that's extraordinary amounts of money and that does suggest that you're not putting your money into super purely uh, so that you've got enough money to live on when you retire. Well, we thought it was important to make clear uh, our intention to make this modest but meaningful change to superannuation tax concessions. Mm, so tell me how this change would work. So at the moment, superannuation is taxed a couple of times when it's paid into your account. Instead of money going into your pay packet and being taxed at your marginal rate, a proportion of it, which is about 12.5% for most people, uh, goes into your super account and it's only taxed at 15%. Mm -hmm. Now, it's then taxed on earnings over the life of uh, your super account at, once again, a concessional rate of 15%. Now, it's this tax on earnings that is subject to this new uh, arrangement, but it's only going to be targeting people who've got these bigger super balances and it'll be targeting the amount over $3 million mm -hmm. and it will be targeting earnings from the date of the legislation effectively. So it won't be sort of going back and saying, well, we're going to 
tax you at 30% instead of 15% going back to the time when you first had a balance of more than $3 million. Uh, for that half a percent with uh, large superannuation balances, they'll still be able to access generous tax breaks on their super, just a bit less generous than before. And as you say, it doesn't apply to that many people. About 80,000 Australians, something like 0.5% mm. of all taxpayers. So it's not a huge number of people, but it is causing a stir because Labor said it wouldn't touch super before the election. And of course, the opposition saying it's a broken promise. That, that's right. Today, uh, we've seen the Prime Minister and the Treasurer walking away from their commitment to not add taxes We've said to we have no intention of making any super changes. One of the things that we're doing in this campaign. Now, this was an unambiguous commitment from the Prime Minister. He said he wouldn't raise taxes on... So, yes, they did say that. The government saying, well, look, we did say that we wouldn't tax people, we wouldn't change arrangements. What they're essentially saying is, look, this is a prospective arrangement which wouldn't even start until after the next election and therefore, mm. asterisk, asterisk, it's not really a broken promise. This policy will go to the people, uh, and the Prime Minister and I think that is very important. Well, we can have a really long argument about whether it is or not, but implicit in that is, if you don't like it, you can vote us out. And I think the politics of this, um, you know, in the short term, will they be able to get these changes through the parliament? Uh, I think the answer to that is yes, because... The uh, crossbench are reasonably supportive of it. So the crossbench has welcomed the federal government's proposed changes to superannuation. Independent Senator for the ACT, David Pocock, joins us. I really welcome this discussion about winding back tax concessions for people who have millions of dollars in superannuation. They've generally responded positively because it does only target a particular group, and it doesn't just target them because they've got lots of money, but it targets them on the grounds of what is equitable. And I think the really crucial thing that I'll be sort of watching out for in this coming budget and beyond is sort of points that reinforce that equity issue. That is, mm. will they say, well, there are other things that we can do to make superannuation more equitable? Um, that is, women don't have as much super as men because they take time off to raise kids. So things we can do are use some of that money that we're not spending on tax concessions for rich people to pay superannuation on the government's paid parental leave scheme so that people will still be accumulating super when they're off on paid parental leave. But they can they can paint a picture of a trade-off which basically, you know, rearranges the concessions and the pay and the spending to be fairer to everybody. Laura, I want to have a look at how we ended up here with people with, you know, $3 million in super. There's even, I've seen reports of someone with $400 million in super. I don't know if that's true mm. or not, but it sounds like a lot. The government says it, so it must be true, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah. So uh, let's just have a look at how this super scheme came about. Yeah, so the, the really big super reforms came about in 1988, the, the first tranche, mm -hmm. and what uh, the government was trying to do was basically make super available to everybody because prior to that, super was sort of a, an added bonus for some workers but not everybody. To arrest Australia's savings crisis, the government wants a 12% compulsory super plan covering every worker by the year 2002. But will it work? And, is there a and the idea was that you were trying to, you know, in a public policy sense, 
say, well, look, we're not going to able, be able to afford a decent age pension for everybody at the rate the population's ageing and given, you know, costs of living and all those sorts of things. So we need to help people provide for their own retirement. So that was the idea. And the reward was that, you know, you would get these tax concessions which would make it attractive to save for super uh, and it also would mean that you were compounding your nest egg, as the terrible term goes, faster because you weren't being taxed as much. The idea was that you'd get taxed 15% on the way in, 15% on earnings, as we've discussed, but you'd also get taxed on the way out 15%. Now, there have been all sorts of various ramifications and machinations on all of this, but essentially Costello and Howard said, OK, what we're going to do is take superannuants out of the tax system altogether once they've, once they've retired. So if you've got a superannuation payment you don't pay any tax on the way out when you take money out of your super fund. But what's more, and I've got to say this was just a little bit, you know, a bit too generous, frankly, given the state of our finances, was that they said, you don't have to pay tax on any form of income that you get, even if it's not out of a superannuation fund. Mm. So this really attracted people into super um, big time. Super has become a place where it's, it's an attractive place to put your money if you've got it to spare, which of course not everybody does. No, of course not. And th and this is what the government wants to change because it's actually costing the government a huge amount of money, these tax concessions. I think the Treasurer said it's costing almost as much as the entire aged pension, which is huge. Mm. So they want to get more revenue back. That's the bottom line. Yeah, that's the bottom line. I mean, tax concession sounds a bit eye-glazing, but what it essentially mm. means is that the government is foregoing tax that would otherwise collect if what you're receiving in superannuation payments was going into just your normal pay. And then on top of that, that they're, uh, they're missing out on the tax on earnings of, you know, it's like $3 trillion now, Australian super in in, uh, in total, which is a lot of money. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of revenue foregone that they could be collecting and could be being used to spend on services and the like. Mm. Uh, on 7.30 the other night, we had the head of the Industry Super Funds uh, Association, Greg Combe, the former Labor Minister, making the point that some of the value of what people are getting in tax concessions now is a bit more than the average person has in the balance of their super account. For those that had more than $10 million in their superannuation account, the value of the tax concessions for each of them was 160000 and that's a bit more than the average balance of all Australian workers, just in the value of a tax concession for one multimillionaire. If it is successful, I think the government's hoping to raise about $2 billion a year mm. from this change. But surely those people who have got quite a lot of money in their super, they've probably got pretty good tax accountants too, I would think. Won't they just be shifting their money around between now and when this policy actually comes into play if it gets through the parliament? Uh, well, that will be a fight for another day, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> People are always looking for, you know, a, 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 you know, the best chance they've got and for the, their best returns and, um, you know, good on them for that. What was Kerry Packer's line, you know? <laughs> um, yes, I, I try to minimise the amount of tax I pay and as should everybody else in the world. Oh, and, uh, if and only a lot we of people all could. <laughs> if only we no, all could. Of course I am minimising my tax and if anybody in this country doesn't minimise their tax, they want their heads rent because as a, as a government, 
I can tell you, you're not spending it that well that we should be donating extra. Okay, so just I've got one other question for you. Would you expect that there is more to come in this area? Look, I think without a doubt, you know, the whole tax space remains alive. I think that they probably won't do anything more on super for the time being. I mean, the sorts of ideas before they came out with this one that were being proposed by various people was the possibility that they could reimpose a 15% tax on funds as they left super and as you received receive them. I think the fact that they've done this means that this is for the time being, at least, you know, the next three or four years, this is the limit of what they can do. Mm, and politically, I think they think they can get away with this one at least. I think so. Final thing about our opponents. They are prepared to go to war uh, for uh, the one half of 1% of people with more than $3 million of superannuation in their accounts. They can explain that to the Australian people. We think we've struck the right balance here uh, and we're confident that we have. Laura Tingle is the Chief Political Correspondent for ABC TV's 7.30. This episode was produced by Sydney Peed, Flint Duxfield, Sam Dunn and Chris Dengate, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. Over the weekend, catch This Week with Mel Clark. She'll be looking at the changes announced to Australia Post and whether it can really compete with delivery services like Amazon. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again on Monday. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.